Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This should be the last time it comes up, but the Skittles challenge that we forgot that we did on the show. Mm-hmm. Remember? Um, it was episode, I think, 67. Yep. Okay. Um, did you know... Did you know that two episodes later, after we did the Skittles challenge, we did the Fruit Loop challenge? Really? Yes. I had no idea either. Somebody called and reminded us. So I don't know if they scrolled back to listen to episode 67 and then happened upon the Fruit Loop episode. I'm not. I just think it's funny. I mean, we have done almost 700 shows. I know. I don't, to me, it's fine that we forgot. There's no way we're going to remember everything that we've talked about. But I think it's funny um, that we both, the only funny thing about it is that we both attributed it to it, attributed it, attributed it, attributed that we both said it happened on a radio station I yeah. used to work at, as opposed <laughs> to us actually doing it. So we have done the Skittles challenge, and we have done the Fruit Loop challenge. Now, that being said, I'm a little nervous to bring up this next statement. Are You want to do an M&M challenge? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this next one, I feel like we've talked about this on the show before. But have we talked about your fear or whatever it is, your, your anxiety that comes with throwing away a stuffed animal because you don't want to hurt its feelings. Yes. We've talked about you, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I can't do it. I, I, I did it yesterday and I've done it before with like dog toys, you know, when the dogs like destroy it because they get a bark box or whatever and they destroy it. And I'm fine throwing those bits and pieces away because I feel like I'm not destroying it. But the dogs destroyed one of Ellie's toys, a stuffed animal. And the, well, kid, the, the I, kid has a bunch, right? So it's not like it's the kid's only stuffed animal or her favorite one or anything. But I threw it out because it was pretty well gone. And all day yesterday, I felt so guilty about it that I almost took it out of the trash can and tried to figure out how to sew it up. Well, I think the reason you felt bad about it is I don't think it was – pretty much gone. I think it was just gone enough that it wouldn't have been safe around Ellie because the stuffing was coming out of it. So the face was still intact. It was a bunny. The, you're, you're making me panic right now. The I, ears were fine. The face was fine. It just had like from its armpit down its rib cage split wide open and then, you know, gunky and dog wet and the, so. Are you trying to make me cry? Why? Because I feel so guilty. It did look weird. The reason so I bring I, it up. I can't even talk about it anymore. Do you have a point for to finish this off? Because I'm about to start crying. No, I was just saying, I was just going to acknowledge that it did look weird when I opened up the garbage can and it was in there staring from up at us from the garbage can with like, you know, one of those Are little. Are you done? Like Are the li- cottage cheese lid stuck to its face. Are you done? Just looking. Are you done? Eyes weren't even closed. 
The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the assortment of grocery stores that are so close to where we live right now. I gotta say, that is something I will consider when we are buying a house. We did, when we were looking, when we were leaving our old house and and we didn't know if we were buying or renting or what we were doing yet, one of our things, because the last house was so close to grocery stores. And the house before that, we've lived a lot of places. And the apartment we lived in was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And anytime you wanted to like, there was no quick trip to the grocery. Yeah. Well, it was actually, it was in the middle of everything, which meant that getting out of there was an ordeal every time. Yeah. And then the nearest grocery store was like two miles away, which seems like so far. Yeah. Right now, because I can think of four stores that are all walking distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Five, because there's that Aldi and the one that's the Aldi with the letters rearranged. Lytle? Yeah. Is it is that a competitor? Supposedly, they were brothers, and now they're competitors. Oh. And in Sandy Springs- like really awkward at holidays. Where we live, there's one is right across the street from the other. Hmm. I, yeah, that's- funny. Um, my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for chocolate covered almonds. So good. I read a lot. And by read, I don't mean books. I mean, articles. I read articles every single day. I post them on my Instagram and it's really what I'm reading. Usually I read them at the beginning of the day because I find them inspiring. I found, or I read, I should say the best article and it inspired me so much because I think I have fallen. I think we all have fallen into this pitfall, at least if you're an American, if you're listening to this and you don't live in America, things might be a little different for you because I think it's such a huge part of American culture. But it was talking about, it was an opinion piece in the New York Times and it was talking about how a job should fit into your good life as opposed to you having a job and then fitting your life around your work. And you're you're saying that for since the start of this country, people have made their lives work around their job. Yeah, and it's kind of like a bragging thing to be like I worked the longest, yeah. I worked the most, I worked this, I worked that. How you been? Oh, I'm so busy. I've been so right. busy, but all good things. But I've been so busy. All good things, though. It's like a bragging right. And I think what's come out of the pandemic is people finally saying, but for what? You know what I mean? At the expense of what? Like it's it's, the tides are shifting now. And the whole point of the article was basically saying that now employees have control over work-life balance because there are so many jobs open. Employers have to meet the demands of their employees. And people are like, yeah, now that I know what taking care of me means. Like, I'm not going back. Um, It's funny that you made it an American thing because I remember reading something years ago from somebody who was, was from somewhere in Europe, I think. And they were so fascinated by the fact that one of the introductory questions that Americans ask each other is, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Because in wherever they were from, 
Germany or Switzerland or France or wherever. Mm-hmm. That was something that came up an hour into a conversation. You ask about your family. You ask about, you know, like you don't ask about the job. It's almost taboo to ask. What someone does for a living, like yeah. you're trying to size them up or anything. Yeah. And they and they said it's so weird because in America, it's kind of like the second question. Oh, hey, I'm Jeff. Hey, Jeff, I'm Callie. Hey, Callie. I, yeah, it's almost wh- like we size up people and what by you, what they do. Yeah. And what do you do? Right. And I, I think I'm actually not, I don't know how to not ask that question because I feel like it's so ingrained in us. But here are a couple things that I thought were super worthy of mentioning in this thing. It said, look at what we actually do all day. For too many of us, if we aren't breaking our bodies, then we're drowning in trivial email. This is not the purpose of human life. Whoa, amen. Right? Isn't that crazy? Then, um, it, it actually, it was um, like Henry David Thoreau had the writer, obviously, um, had they had these parallels to some work and how he thought. I feel like my dad's going to love this. I sent him the article yesterday. It said, so we should look for our purpose beyond our jobs and then fill in work around it. We each have limitless potential, a unique genius. That You know what? That kind of – and we were talking about a friend of ours who we were giving this advice to recently. You actually gave this advice to them. But there was a shift, and I think I've talked about this before on the show, but who knows? Skittles, Fruit Loops, this story, who knows what we've talked about. But there was, for me, a shift when I had lunch with Jeff Foxworthy, the comedian. He and I ended up having getting to have a cheeseburger together at, at Ted's Montana Grill. And we're having this thing and we're talking and I was at a crossroads of my radio career. And he just explained to me, he just, he, he, without going into great detail, he, what he told me actually made me pivot how I was thinking about my career. And all of a sudden my career became a vehicle to fulfill other dreams rather than I needed my career to stay alive. And then the other dreams, if I have time, I would do them. Specifically yeah. referring to, to stand-up comedy and to mentoring other people in radio. I think also this ties back in very nicely with what we were talking about last week about what if you had a mission statement for your life and what that would be like and things around it would be around that mission statement. And I think for so many of us for a very long time, it's been work, 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 work. Um, and things are shifting a little bit now. Now I'm not saying be entitled. I'm not saying, you know, I know I've said things on the show before about when I was an intern and when I was really young in the entertainment business, being the first one there and the last one to leave. I still think that's important, especially when you're young and you don't have other commitments. You know what I mean? Like that is a good, that was a good time in my life. I have no regrets. What I will not do again is value work so highly that I miss out on other parts of my life because I feel like I have something to prove. But I th- I almost think that's talking about two different things because at that time in your life, you were very passionate about the music industry. And you were very passionate about being involved in the music industry, 
for the first like year or two of us dating, right? Mm-hmm. And then something and you and you changed, and you and you and and you you didn't sour on it. Like you didn't decide this isn't for me, but you decided that the dreams that you were hoping for, you weren't willing to commit the time in order to achieve those dreams. So you switched, you were like, and I think that's actually a very good thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's exactly what you said, but we could go down a whole rabbit hole about that. There's one other thing from the article that I thought was really cool. And they asked people, their readers, I guess, to start the sentence, finish the sentence, I am never going back to. And then you fill in the blank, right? And I thought what people were interested in, I mean, what people said was really interesting. Here are a couple of examples. Oh, I can answer this. Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're so weird. I am never going back to being the last parent to pick up my child from school. Nice. I am never going back to frantically trying to get it all done on artificial timelines yes. by working more rather than being honest about my own mental health needs. Can I add one? Yeah. I am never going back to working so hard to achieve someone else's pointless goal. Ooh, yep. Like if we're, if if I'm your employee and we're all in on achieving some goal that makes sense, then let's all go. If you've sold me on it. Right. But even if I don't agree with it, if you've sold me on it because you're passionate about it, let's do it. But if you've just gotten a directive from, from above, and you expect me to be all in on that? To jump in on the hamster wheel and just like keep spinning? Uh-uh. That's I, I'm not going to spend my energy doing something that even you don't believe in. Yeah. Um. Here's another one. And I can't stop reading these because I feel like they're just too good. I am never going back to being separated from my children for 10 to 11 hours a day as they commute and attend school and after school programs so that I can work. Like so, you have to, like the the mom is working such long days. Oh, the that kid she has to, to play the kid baseball. Has to play baseball or do something after school. Um, I am never going back to sending work related emails after dinner or on weekends. So there's a company where the guy, where the where where the boss forbids it, and yeah. you and you will get in trouble, like disciplined by HR. If you send an email after 8 p.m. One of my. Um, or after I said 8 p.m., but after whatever time he designated as the cutoff. Yeah. One of my October Lucians is tied into this. Um, and then they leave it on a positive note by saying what you do resolve to do. And I thought that was really cool, too. I resolve to do less and enjoy it more. I resolve to remember my boundaries. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was really neat. It was a great article. Um, New York Times. I feel like I offended you when I said that you soured on the music thing. Um, It wasn't because I wasn't willing to put in the work that it took. I think for me, it was because I put so much work into that. And I, I think before the pandemic, I put so much value in my job. Um, and even with our business, like I am so passionate about our business. I love it. I'm incredibly proud of it, 
But there comes a time where, and I've realized this, I think since Ellie's been born, where I have to say, you know what? Enough is enough for today. And to have that boundary. And I think with my old job and even with my my current corporate job, it was never, I, it was always like the kind of the center of my universe. Like I think maybe you changed that for me, but I don't think it was because I wasn't willing to do what I needed to do. I didn't mean you weren't willing, like you weren't willing to put the work in. I just meant like for that job in particular, like the next step for you would have involved a lot of traveling, a lo- like, and I think you just, I think you just decided that that wasn't, and I think that's a healthy thing. I think yeah, there's I don't, so I many. I think it was part of that, but a large part of it was like the energy. And I just did not like the vibe of the whole industry in general. And as long as there you was do, so much more to it. I just don't want you to, th- I didn't want you to think that I was putting you down because what, what I was trying to convey is a lot of people will invest in careers through their college or vocational training, right? Mm-hmm. Then they get into careers. So let's say you you go to a, uh, you get a college degree in this, or you go to um, a tech school to learn how to be a, you know, electrician or a plumber, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You get five years into that career and you're like, I don't want to be an accountant. I don't want to be a plumber. I hate this. Mm-hmm. But you're like, well, I've already, I paid for the courses. I've been doing it for five years. I guess this is what I'm doing. Don't don't be afraid to pivot away from that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. For sure. So. But I think, you know, and for some people, maybe the answer is work is my life. And that's kind of their identity. But I think if that's the case for you and it's not about family or about, you know, whatever – to really know yourself, know your passions, explore your passions and live life how you want to live your life. Because you only get to do this once unless, you know, you believe in reincarnation. That's a whole different conversation. Where, if we, if there's reincarnation, I would like to come back is a duck in a pond where people just show up and throw you food. They literally throw food at you and you just hang out in a pond all day. And open your mouth and just be like. Yep. Feed yep. Me. Um, I wonder how many people because of this show have quit jobs because I get messages. I can think of at least five off the top of my head. I get messages fairly frequently saying I'm changing my career. I'm well, and I think the whole basis of this show is started when you were forced out of your career and that's such a polite way to say got fired. Jeff got fired. Um, as we all know, but I think a lot of people have. And I would like to say, if you're listening to this show for the first time for any reason, we're not pro don't have a job or yeah, whatever. We're pro living your life and doing something that you want to be doing, something that's fulfilling, something that you love, something that fits into your life um, and that you're proud of. And what's funny is the the skin that I was trying to put on your music career actually fits more closely to my radio career because it's all I had ever done. And so I thought like podcasting was never a viable option for a career for me. Mm-hmm. Like I never even thought of it that way because for my entire life, I had been doing morning radio. So even up until the time, like once, like my last job in the last year there when it started to get so corporate and so miserable and just so 
gross and frustrating was the first time in an entire 25-year career where I started to say, what else could I do? Right. I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. October Lucians start tomorrow. And we have just one piece of advice to help you succeed. That is write your October Lucian, or in my case, October Lucians down. I think that you and I both need to write them down and put them on the fridge. Yes. So I was going to put it on my mirror. But I think even the mirror, we're not in the mirror in as much as we're in front of the refrigerator. You mean so put it somewhere where like, we'll see it multiple times a day? We see it. We'll see it multiple times a day. If people ever come to our house again, they'll be like, oh, what is that? And then we'll have to, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. a visual accountability, like the mirror. I'm in front of our bathroom mirror twice a day. Yeah, morning and night. I'm yeah. in the kitchen all the time. I think, and for me, it'll be a long list because I've gotten your messages. People are not confident in my ability to do my 4321 program. I feel bad for you. I mean, I agree with them, but I feel bad for you. <laughs> Why? Because I really want to see you succeed. Yes. I really, really do. That's the whole point of the four. But Guaranteed. I feel like something, there There just needs to be a catalyst for the change. And I'm not sure that this will be, but maybe it will be. And how great am I? I am going to come on this show every single day. And I'm just, it's at some point at the beginning of the show, we'll find a place to fit it in. I'm going to say, hi, my name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I'm grateful for whatever, smoothies, and I'm four for four. I'm going to say it every day for the month of October. Are you? Yeah, just to prove all of you. Because everybody's like, Jeff, you're biting off more than you can chew. Somebody left a voicemail. They're like, Jeff, I'm getting tired just listening to you list off your October Lucians. But the point that I think is being missed is these are guaranteed wins. Guaranteed wins. If you do them. That. It's drink a glass of water. Drink a glass of water. Set my phone in a different place. I'm not saying I'm going to run 10 miles every day. Mm -mm. I'm going to do an hour on the Peloton bike. No, I'm not going to eat only organic food. Uh, -uh. I'm going to drink a glass of water. Win. So I am. Yes. Do you feel defeated? Do you feel unsupported? No, I'm fine. I don't need support of anybody. Oh, yeah, you're a lone wolf. I'm a lone wolf. And Ellie told me today she believes in me. She does believe in you. Yeah. And she's going to be at the finish line when you finish your 10K. So no pressure. You have right. to get to the finish line because she will be waiting there for you. Right. The good thing is she um, will uh, only be a year old. So she will have no idea how long it takes to run a 10K. She could think that two hours is totally normal. I have no idea what it takes. It's about three hours, so anything under that's a huge win. <laughs> what, what does it take? What's the average? Like four hours, but I can probably uh -huh. do it in three. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think you should drop me off, and then y'all should go like- Have lunch. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. Have Look, a little detour. Yeah. Do you remember the um, when you did the half marathon, and I had the- 
had the map and went to different points and yeah. gave you a high five. Yeah. And, and you were with my trainer and she said, do you want me to run the last two miles with you? And I'm like, no, it'll be so easy. And she's like, you sure? Because the last two miles kill everybody. And I'm like, I'm fine. And like shoved you both away and jogged off into the distance. And just like she predicted, I came around the corner and I swear it felt, and apparently this is common. That so like you ran through a brick wall or something? I felt like I was running through a swimming pool filled with peanut butter. Oh, It was awful. Yeah. So, but yes, I do remember that. But anyways. Uh, October Lucians, we're going to be sharing ours tomorrow. Grab a pen, grab a paper, write them down and join us for the show tomorrow so we can all start this together. Me Undies is hands down the most comfortable underwear I've ever put on my bum. And now for Halloween, they've got five new prints to turn up the terror. And you need to get your hands on them before it's too late. So bring Halloween season into your underwear drawer with Me Undies. Doesn't matter if you're out running a killer or being abducted by aliens, you can be comforted by the fact that your undies are sustainable and the softest in town. Me Undies are made from natural fibers sourced from beechwood trees making their micromodal fabric soft, breathable, and dangerously cozy. You can get your spooky season up and haunting with five new prints. I See You, My Boo, Tricks and Treats, Lazy Bones, and Lazy Pumpkin. Available in undies, bralettes, socks, and loungewear sizes extra small through 4XL. So many options to consider, but you need to make a decision quickly because there's somebody right behind you. MeUndies has a great offer for Upside listeners, 15% off your first purchase and free shipping. And they also promise everyone, if you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, return your order for a full refund within 45 days. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash upside. That's MeUndies.com slash upside. The time is now to start taking care of your skin. And the thing about skincare is... You need a good skincare routine, but also your makeup matters. What's in your makeup matters. Thrive Cosmetics is known for its skin-loving ingredients, but there's even more to love about this company. Thrive has a bold mission that is truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive by supporting organizations that help women emerge from homelessness, survive domestic abuse, and fight cancer. And there's even more than that. I use their liquid lash extensions mascara and their brilliant eye brightener every day. And not only do I love the way that they look, but I love this company and I love their skin loving ingredients. That's a lot of love, but that's what I feel. Once you try Thrive Cosmetics, you are going to be hooked. You're going to be hooked on their mission. You're going to be hooked on their product and your skin is going to love it. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer for upside listeners. That's thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com. We talk a lot on the upside about our partner apostrophe and how they can help you with acne. They can give you, you know, creams and everything, but they can also give you prescriptions, medicines that you take to treat your acne from inside out. But did you know that apostrophe can also help you with other skincare goals like reducing 
redness or the appearance of wrinkles, even dark spots, Apostrophe has you covered. And they do it all with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan perfectly tailored to your unique skin. I didn't even think about that when I talked to Apostrophe originally, but sometimes... I'm just red and I don't know why. So my next call with my apostrophe doctor will be to discuss that. Apostrophe has a special deal for Upside listeners. Save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside, but you got to use the code upside. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside, click begin visit, and then use code upside at sign up. You'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash upside and use the code upside to get your dermatology visit and save $15. Thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring the upside with Kelly and Jeff. Today's quote of the day is, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Like so many people, Karen Mahoney and Brian Ray had to change their wedding plans around because of COVID. Karen and Brian got, enga- got engaged about six months ago, and they started planning their wedding. The plan was to have... Karen's 96-year-old grandmother at the wedding, she lives in Canada. But unfortunately, COVID had other plans. The border wasn't open when they got married. So they moved the wedding to a town in upstate New York where grandma, mom, and dad on the bride side could stand just about 12 feet away on the Canada side. And the groom, the bride, and their friends and the groom's family could stand on the that American is so side. so sweet. Yep, and they got married. Do you know what town that is in New York? Do you recognize it? Um, I've heard the name, but I don't know exactly where it is. Um, Jeff's from upstate New York. Yeah. Um, it's called Burke, New York, which I've heard. But there's a whole bunch of, in New York, there's a whole bunch of little towns. Like my parents used to go to the casinos up in Canada. Mm-hmm. You just scoot over the border, but you can't now. I think yeah. now you can, but when they got married, you couldn't. So they had grandma there. Standing just on the other side. So sweet. Yep. Um, The most disgusting story you'll hear today is uh, a video, is actually a video of a pregnancy reveal. So this is a woman letting her husband know that she's having a baby. So Lisa took, they went to McDonald's. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, because if you're going to reveal a pregnancy, why not do it at the Golden Arches? Mm-hmm. She got an ice cream cone and put the pregnancy test in the ice cream cone and brought it to him. He was eating it, got to it, pulled it out. That's disgusting. Right, wiped it off. That's how he found out she was pregnant. If you don't know, which I think everybody knows, but if you're wow. a person who doesn't know, um, at-home pregnancy tests, you pee on them. Mm-hmm. So people were outraged, one, that she had to dig into the ice cream cone with her finger to make a space for the pregnancy test, and then two, that no matter how many times you wipe it off, it's still... And these people are going to be raising a thriving <laughs> right. member of society. Um, it's just great. And my third random thing is uh, everybody knows the lyric, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. 
vomit on a sweater already. What's the next line? I don't know. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Eminem. Oh, yeah, no, but I didn't know what the lyric is. Yeah, mom's spaghetti. To me, it sounds like... I can't ever understand what he's saying. Uh, he opened a... Re- Ma- That's a lie. I don't know why I said that, but in that song, I can't. Eminem opened up a restaurant in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti. There's three items on the menu. Mom's Spaghetti, mm-hmm. a spaghetti sandwich, and drinks. That is Jeff's perfect restaurant, but not because of what's on the menu, Jeff's restaurant philosophy is that you should have five things on the menu and do them all very well. Yep. So if you're going to be a killer burger restaurant, you just, all you sell are burgers. That's it. And you could throw in like some chicken tenders or something else that's easy, but don't try to be a restaurant that has a burger, but also has ribs, but also has a great Cobb salad, but also has very few restaurants can pull off a menu like that and have it be good. Yeah. So. Yep. Just. Don't do it. Uh, Those are my three random things. Now, Jeff doesn't know what we're about to do because I planned this segment. But my friend Jules Corley has been posting a series of would you rather questions on Instagram and doing them as polls. And it is so compelling Compelling is not the right word because compelling is positive. Compelling. No, compelling is a great word. Oh, is it? Because you can't not concentrate on all of them because they're so hard. They make me squirm. So Jeff, I'm going to ask you a series of would you rather questions. Are you ready? Are these from her Instagram? No, these are from different random internet sources. Because I actually had to skip some of her Instagram because I'm like, I don't have time to do this today because I think about all of them. Oh my gosh, I know. She posts a bunch of them every day. Okay, what do you got? Would you rather sing your favorite song in front of a sold out arena crowd or in front of the original artist by yourself? Um, The original artist. Me too. Would you rather wear a bib every time you eat out or drink from a sippy cup every time you're at a bar? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go with the bib because that has a practical purpose. I get stuff on my shirt 50% yeah, of the time do. I eat out. Yeah, you do. And it's random. Like all of a sudden, I won't even be eating a, a ke- something with ketchup on it and I'll have ketchup on my shoulder. So a bib, bring it. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or have everyone you know have access to your internet internet history? Oh, see, <laughs> that one you can't that one you can't even answer because a lot of those thoughts <laughs> You in have my, to answer it. That's the game. That's why it's fun. A, you know what? I'm going to go with internet history because then I can claim hacked. You can't claim that your own brain was hacked. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the ones where it's like two different options. Like what, where it, it says like, would you rather like fart loudly every time you sneeze <laughs> yes. or pee your pants a little bit every time you burp? Like where it's the weird bodily function ones. Cause I'm like, I would, ju- you know what? It doesn't matter. Cause I would never leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have to work the most miserable job imaginable for imaginable for a year or die one year earlier? 
aren't they the same thing? <laughs> Pretty much. Especially in light of what we talked about today. They're yeah. kind of they're kind of the same thing. And would you rather be wealthy but only be able to walk everywhere or be broke but be able to travel anywhere in the world? Oh man, come on. I would have to travel, I think. Yeah. Yep. But you're broke. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. I feel like we need to acknowledge the fact that today is International Podcast Day only because we are making a living and we've had so much success with podcasting, my course and all of that. I feel like it just needs to be acknowledged. Do you remember or on Monday, I believe, that we apologized for all the things that we missed? You know what we missed? National Daughters Day. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw everybody saying, oh, I love my daughter. I love my daughter. And I'm like, mm, totally forgot. Sorry, Ellie. Yeah. Well, she's too young. She is remember. But you know what we did remember, Ellie? International Podcast Day. And that's good because that keeps diapers on your butt. Diapers on your butt. So <laughs> you're welcome. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Michaela from California. I recently took Jeff's podcasting course, and I just want to say how thankful I am for it. I officially have my podcast up on all platforms and my trailer up. Um, Now I'm working on content for my other episodes, but as far as October Lucians go, one of them is going to be for my podcast and for making content and getting that up and going. Then also, I just had a baby in July, so my other October Lucian is going to be to try to work out three times a week, but we'll see if that actually happens. (laughs) Um, I just want to say thank you again to Jeff for all of his knowledge and information that he gave us. And yeah, thanks so much. Bye-bye. Okay, let's be honest. I know if you're listening to this ad and you're not scrolling through, it's because you're listening for a discount code. Am I right? This ad is a little different because this ad is for Honey. And a Honey ad doesn't just give you one promo code. A Honey ad gives you millions of promo codes. That's right, millions in one ad. Here's how. When you shop like usual on lots of your favorite sites, Honey will automatically fill in the promo code box for you at checkout. But it won't just fill it with one code. It'll dump a ton of codes in there, every code it can find. Then it tests them in seconds to see if one of them gives you a discount. Plus, Honey knows where to look for promo codes that are hard to find on your own. It's like getting a million promo codes from this one little podcast ad. I'm about to start holiday shopping early this year. It's been recommended. It's like shop now. And I can't wait to see all the discounts that I may have otherwise missed with Honey. It is so easy and it pops right up on my screen. And all I have to do is click one button. Get all the promo codes Honey can find at joinhoney.com slash upside. That's join honey.com slash upside. I had to stop today's episode right after y'all started 
I just got some really tragic news this morning, but I wanted to say thank you to Jeff because your uh, little joke about the dogs with the almonds, joy, and mounds was hysterical and made me laugh. So thank you. I really needed that. Love the show. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Lisa. I wanted to share my October Lucian. It is that I just got my real estate license, and so my October Lucian is going to be I want to sell two houses this next year. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Lisa. Um, I was just listening to your podcast talking about The Sopranos, which I had watched it back in the day, not all the way through, but we just finished the whole series as well, and I'm really excited about the um, movie coming out Friday. Um, but you were talking about food on there, and it's so true. There's so much good food to look at and talk there. But one thing I thought was funny, one of the characters, actually before he got, you know, off, killed, whatever, um, he um, was making scrambled eggs, and he put sour cream in it. And it intrigued me so much that we had to try it. So now we call it our Soprano scrambled eggs. Um, but it's really good in there. You should try it. All right, thanks. Have a great day. Bye. This is Ginger from Tennessee, and listening to your organization, you really need to look up the bullet journal. And it's a great way to uh, track progress and goals and motivation and keep you on track. So look at the bullet journal. Hey, guys. Uh, about Supreme Court Cali today and the friend and the dating profile, ironically enough, I've set a goal for October 1st to be my dating profile launch. Um, I've been single for a year, got out of, ironically enough, a three-year terrible relationship with a crap guy. Um, so my friend and I, like, made it our goal to, like, take current pictures of me over the past, like, month um, because I don't look the same as I did five years ago. Um so, yeah, so, you know, we, like, went to a waterfall. We went, we just made sure to take pictures so that I could you reflect my 30-year-old face. Um, also, I've waited way too long to hop back in. And, guys, get out there. Um, you know, just if this, you know, needs to be your sign, let it be your sign. I'm so excited to start, like, formally dating. I've done meeting strangers at bars. It is not a... It is not the place to look for your future forever person. So get on out there, ladies and gents. Um, all right, bye. Okay, maybe I should listen to today's episode first, but I didn't because I saw the title, 4321. And I remember you talking about that there was no one. Well, what if we did the 43210 or 543210 because it's the 421 in the 10 in October. Oh my gosh, man, I can kill it on mornings. I get up and drink coffee. It's like my brain just works. It's scary sometimes. My college professor should be proud. Thanks, guys. Bye. I was feeling like some of y'all out there, you got dreams, but you're feeling like you just don't believe in yourself. Well, honeys, if you don't believe in you, it's going to be so hard for other folks to believe in you. So you know what I want you to do today? 
I want you to start telling yourself that you can do anything you put your mind to. You got some books to write. You got some songs to sing. You got some inventions to invent. <laughs> you going out there and have yourself a good day. I believe in you.